The Cypora Film Podcast. And welcome to the Cyphora Film Podcast, the very first one of season four. It is now 2023, and we are here. Back season, again. Season four. Season four. I know. Four wow. years we've been doing this. Uh, and uh, there are going to be a few changes this year. Um, <laughs> we are not we are no longer doing just films that are on YouTube. Uh, we are going to be uh, looking at some films that are on uh, streaming channels and everything we're not going to choose any that you have to pay extra for um, so if you already have Netflix or Prime or uh, Now or any of those sort of things these films are on there for free so because yeah. uh, I know there are ones on Prime that you've got to pay extra for to yeah. rent or no it's just stupid yeah it's the same <laughs> on, on same on Netflix and and, yeah, and, and on, on the others there are ones that you do have to pay extra for but all of the ones we're going to choose are ones that are on a streaming service somewhere uh, without you having to pay extra for um yes. so uh, we may even do some some uh, DVDs and things I don't know it depends what's happening but Not we'll, work, we'll work that out um yes old old school uh, hard copy films <laughs> yes um <laughs> looks over a pile of them sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about it. We've got about three bookcases full. Um, <laughs> can't remember the last time I watched one. Uh, right. So, yes, the other thing is, uh, again, this year we will be um, we will be, have the pleasure of taking part in the um, uh, Romford Horror Film Festival. This year, we've managed to secure a pass for each of us. Yes. So the two of us will be going and we will then be able to do a review uh, program. Uh, we will also, again, be doing our uh, our uh, Halloween special. And at the end of the year, we'll be doing our Christmas special, obviously. Um, and... You're wishing the year away already. Uh, away already. Away. No, no, no. Just, just <laughs> laying things out. We will also try to see if we can get some more... Um, interviews uh we set up and uh things with different filmmakers and different people um few interesting new um sort of uh things i've been following short filmmakers i've been following on youtube so we can we can possibly get to talk to them um and some other things and bits and pieces and all that kind of stuff and stuff yeah yes so how are you scott oh, well i bet i have been it, I know it's still, well, as us recording this, it's, it's February, well, January, so we're doing this all come out of February. But yeah, as of the sort of at the moment, it seems to be okay. I'm I'm not holding my breath that it's going to stay that way. But yeah, well, you know, can't I mean, be any worse than last year. So don't say that. Do not say that. Yeah, well, I'm hoping it won't be anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know, yeah, Christmas was what it was, and then we had New Year, and now here we are. 
Uh, and that's about all I really want to say about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we shall carry on as we mean to go on. Again, we will be doing uh, different some different things. We're going to be doing shorts and feature films as we have been doing but we may do a mix and do different things and stuff we're going to try and do a few odd a few odd bits and pieces like uh like we did last year comparing sort of uh original films and the remakes and also uh doing some comparisons between different films and stuff and things and i thought you know for a minute i thought you said we were going to start doing odd films but did we do them all last year no 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 uh <laughs> The the only concession I have made this year, uh, in preference to my son Scott, is the fact that we are going to do as few films as possible from the nineteen eighties, because last year seemed to be it seemed to be a lot nineteen eighties. <laughs> so we'll try to deal with some more modern ones and maybe some even some older ones. Yes, some uh, classics maybe. Well, this the, this the thing nowadays as well. It's, it's just the bit that makes me laugh is the ones from the eighties are cast as classics, and I'm like, yeah. But the it, thing it, is, it, as much as it's ten years after, like, sort of before I was born, it sort of does make me feel old. I'm classics. The thing about the eighties films is the fact that there were some absolutely brilliant and and uh, groundbreaking and classic films made in the horror and sci-fi genre in the nineteen eighties. But there were also an awful lot of rubbish. Yes. <laughs> lots and lots of people came into the film thinking, film market thinking, I can make a cheap movie. Um, and some of them could do it really, really well, and some of them couldn't do it at all. Yeah. Uh, and there you go. So, right, enough of this, whatever this is. Uh, let's get on with the show. And so, let's get on with the show. Uh, and here we are. So the first film we're going to do is a science fiction film from 2017, and it's called Takeover. Uh, this is uh, through Last Turn Films, uh, written and directed by Mark Patrick Prescott. The cast is Tim Roan, Mark Patrick Prescott, Alex Cario, and Chris Finelli. Uh, the synopsis for this is... Trouble finds us when Alex is replaced by an alien. Luckily, he doesn't do a very good job of hiding it. Lock up the butter. Yeah, that's that confused the life out of me when I read that synopsis. I was like, <laughs> he's, he's so, I, I, I've watched a lot of sci fi films where a lot of people wor worry about like aliens and probing, and when it said lock up the butter, I was a bit worried about what he was going to watch. It was, it, yeah. Yes, I I I really like this film. I did. I, I think it's so really right. funny. It, it's a funny. The effects are good. It's just a really good fun film. Yeah. What I love about it as well is the fact that they do this whole kind of like, now hang on a minute, hang on. This isn't the way it would work in a in a, in a science yeah. film. That's <laughs> what I like. It's it sort of didn't take itself too seriously, but it wasn't. I just absolutely just taking the mick out of itself. It was certain. It was just enough of it, and I think it was, it was so well done. And it, oh. I sort of, I, I sort of, I, I've had this whole thing about sci-fi comedies don't sort of work that well, but I, so I, I was a bit sort of dubious, and then went into this and the list, like sort of the odd little one-liners and the little sort of epic bits and the little, joke, and I was like, this is, works really well actually. It's the it's the fact that the, the alien was so disappointed when they did he didn't pass as a human. Yeah. 
and the 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 at the end this last guy comes in and says, "Oh, hi everyone, what's he doing? Is he what's he doing as an alien?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, like... it's stuff. It's just the fact that it's sort of the certain bits like obviously it's the sort of pissed the 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 piss takes and the aims at other sci-fi films and things like that. Where it's just like, oh, we're gonna solve all our problems by shooting them all, and yeah. or we're getting like eradicate them all. And even they sit there like, you don't have to do that. You know, you can just talk to them. Yeah. And I just thought, do you know what? It's just I just I had this whole imagination, like this whole sort of thought of like Alien would be a completely different film. Yeah. And just, and just, just sitting there, trying yeah, to like. It's it's that whole that old thing, and it? it's that old Star Trek thing, you know, becoming peace, shoot to kill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I just loved it, and it's sort of. It's just it was the whole the miscommunication as well, because obviously over in America, like when they say Alien. A lot of them is like sort of refugees and stuff like that. So when they're yeah, saying it over yeah. it, and they're saying like, "Oh yeah, he's an alien," one of them thinking that he meant like he didn't mean from outer space straight away. He meant from yeah. another country. And I thought it was quite funny. It was like it's only like when he started saying, it, "I was like, oh yeah," because I suppose that's how it does get sort of miscommunicated. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the sort of he went, "Oh yeah, no, I know what you meant from outer space, yeah, yeah," and just sort of not to make himself way screwed up a bit. But I just I think it's very well done. Oh, uh, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, it's the guy playing the the alien, or the the, the guy playing the sort of the, the guy who's been taken over by the alien, is absolutely fantastic. He, yeah. he just kind of the way he's walking around and the things he does are just so well done. I think I, I like the sort of the continuity of it in the credit as well, though, because when it comes up, obviously they they were saying they played themselves, and, and then yeah. Alex really said how he played himself, and then they put a question mark next to his name. I put, yeah. <laughs> I put next to himself, and I'm like, I love the fact that they sort of carried it on. It wasn't just like, yeah. oh, this is going to end, yeah, this yeah. is how it's going to be. But I think I agree with you. I think it's such a great film. It's a really good little little fun film. It's really good fun to watch. Uh, it, it it did make me laugh and make me smile and everything, which is yeah, really good. I, I enjoyed that completely. Okay, second short film um, is called. In the Bath, and this is a brand new film from 2023 from Deformed Lunchbox. Yes, a uh, friend of Deformed Lunchbox. Yes, uh, written and directed by Denman Hatch, cinematography Michael Cow Cow, something like that. Um, uh, first assistant camera James Mercer, uh, editor, colorist, and producer Peter Hatch, co producer uh, Jessica Chin King. Uh, I'm going to reply, get to go for everyone on this because I think they deserve it. Uh, audio recordist, uh, Thomas Rappaport and Sebastian Diaz. Art and props, Jasmine Nichols Piasic. Uh, makeup artist, uh, Marella Berg, Bergsma. Sound design, Sam Sandman. And the cast was Jessica Chin King and Sebastian Diaz. Now, the synopsis for this film is the bath is usually a relaxing and safe place to unwind after a long day, but not today. Today, the bath is not relaxing. It is not safe. You were warned. Yeah. Oh, what did you think? Oh, as much as she, she was meant to be joining us for this, but obviously not feeling too well. But I watched these today with Amy um, and... Her exact reaction, or I, I might be paraphrasing a little bit, was, that's my worst nightmare. 
because it is it's, the thing is, it is you've, a lot of people have baths and have that to sort of relax and sort of get rid of the stress and to have that tension of what's going on and someone breaking in and we're sitting with headphones on. Her. And I think, again, with the film, they've got such a weird way of doing it, but yeah. they've got an amazing way of putting across like, the sort of fears that people have in their own special way. Yes, no, I, I agree. I see, I... I don't know. I really like the film. Don't get me wrong. I really, really like the film. Um, I mean, you know, you're always going to get a quality, well-made, good film from from Lunchbox. They always make good films. This one has got the sort of level of humour in that a lot of their other stuff have got, and I kind of felt like recently they're kind of starting to get a little, little bit more serious with their films. Mm. Uh, not that that's a problem. I mean, don't no. get me wrong, I, you know, it's not a problem, but I kind of miss that kind of slightly twisted humour that they have, that they've had with their other films. Yeah, um, I'd see what you mean. But it is, a, it's a great film, it really is. I mean, it's well acted, well put together, it looks fantastic. It, it's, a, it's a really, really good film, but it, it, I just kind of, I suppose I was expecting there to be a little bit more humour in it than there was. Yeah. Uh, but then that's that's possibly my fault, not necessarily theirs, because of the fact that I was expecting it because I've seen it in so many of their other films. I should maybe just have been watching it on its own merit and, and not thinking yeah, about their previous I think, stuff. I think that's one of the things you have. You sort of not, there's no fault on theirs, but you sort of get to that point where you you are expecting it from that person that makes it like yeah. I think a lot of people you think about uh, a lot of filmmakers and a lot of like directors and stuff like that all get sort of put into that same box because that's what they're used to people doing yeah, and when they do something I, different I it's weird for it but I, I do see what you mean it's sort of I was expecting a bit more of a sort of their, their usual mark on it but I mean having said that I mean they, they did put our film up on their their channel, which isn't really the no. same sort of thing as their normal their their normal stuff. Oh, you know, it's, it's, but yeah. I mean, I yeah, you know, love them for doing that. But the, I, I mean, I've I've yet to see one of their films that I haven't liked. Yes. Yeah, you know, there, there's been this one, which I, as I say, I think more is more down to me expecting more of it than they make them than they you know should have done. Uh, I was expecting it to be funny when it maybe wasn't supposed to be. So you know that's my. Yeah. Um, so this is that one, and the other, the only other one I I, I kind of had any kind of issue with was the what the uh, the the one about the the um, the sneeze because because it had a, a the, yeah yeah because yeah. of the fact because okay. of the but the sort of image again it, but... it's 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 down to me not down to them they've made yeah. great films and it's just the way i react to them and, and we're not all going to react the same way to the single film we see no this is this is like we've talked about before though it is that how you perceive it and the fact that everyone can you can have sort of a hundred people watch or look at a piece of art or watch a film or listen to a joke or something like that yeah. there's no one's ever going to take it the same way no no and it, if they're trying to please everyone then it's not you're not going to be able to do it but no. the same for the quality of film and the the cinematography the like the effects everything they had in it was still amazing i think oh. i do i do understand what you're saying about the all you sort of ex almost expect a little bit of comedy factor with it because of what they've done in their old one yeah but we both know as well the fact that people can change and they might want to take it a different 
away for a little bit and just to see how it goes. And I think it just, for me, it proves the fact that it's, they can do a wide range of films. It's not just it yeah. has to have that comedy factor in it. It no, no. It's also has that shock factor. It also has that sort of that real life factor in it, which is like, like Amy said to me, it's, it's one of the moments where if you're home alone, you're in the shower or in the bath or in, even in the like, in your bedroom by yourself in a place where you're ex- you're not expecting to hear noise, it can be that sort of, oh my God, what's going to happen moment. Yeah. No, no, and no, the I fact agree. that they've got that in this film, it, I think it's very, very well done on it. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. It, it's, it's a really good film. It's really well made, well acted and, and everything. I, I completely agree with that. And as I say, I think maybe it was my fault for expecting there to be yeah that in it but um nevertheless it's a great film i, I you know tell you to people go and watch go and watch their stuff we've said it before watch all of their stuff because it's really good and uh you know let us know what you think about it or whether you think you know what we've said is is complete garbage you know <laughs> it could well possibly be it's been known before. it could be yeah okay right on to our main, main feature film now this week we are looking at friday the 13th yeah this is the 2009 remake which is currently available uh, on netflix you can get it on other streaming platforms as well but you have to pay for it on netflix it comes as part of their normal so if you are already signed up to netflix you can watch it on there uh the director was marcus nispel now, he did some TV shorts and some music videos in the 1990s and the 2000s. Uh, he did um, a film, a TV movie of Frankenstein in 2004. Yeah. And he did a film called Exeter in 2015. I don't know if that's about the place or if it's about a <laughs> person. That would be a weird thing to go from Friday the 13th to Exeter. Exeter, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a travelogue. <laughs> Things have things going on in Exeter today. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, the the writers. Uh, now, the original story and the characters were created by Victor Miller. Now, he wrote the original Friday the Thirteenth in nineteen eighty, and all of the sequels basically he had something to do with the writing of. Um, he also did some TV and shorts work in two thousands, twenty tens, and the twenty twenties. Um, he had to do with the writing of a, the a stranger is watching in 1982, never hike alone in 2017, rock paper scissors in 2017, and the fall of Camp Blood in 2022. Uh, now the actual um, screenplay for this was written was was uh, where are we? Uh, Damien Shannon. Yeah. who also wrote the screenplay for Freddy vs. Jason in 2003, and Mark Swift, who also helped to write the screenplay for Freddy vs. Jason in 2003. Um, as, the long cast, as long as they didn't have anything to do with Jason X, I don't mind. <laughs> the cast. We have uh, Jared Pad- Padalecki. <laughs> Here we go. Who did some TV and short works in the 2000s, 2010s and 2020s. He was in House of Wax in 2005, Cry Wolf in 2005, House of Fears in 2007, but he was uncredited, and Phantom Boy in 2015, but it was only a voice. Uh, yeah. 
maybe played the Phantom Boy. I don't know. Uh, then we have Danielle Pennebaker. Did some TV and shorts in the 2010s and 20s. Uh, was in Sky High in 2005. Uh, the Crazies in 2010. The Walled in 2010. Uh, Piranha 3DD in 2012. And Time Lapse in 2014. Uh, you know, everyone's got to be somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and we have Amanda Rigetti. Uh, who did some TVs and shorts and videos in 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s, uh, was in Pipeline uh, 2007, and was also in Captain America the First Avenger in 2011. Then we have the brilliantly named Travis Van Winkle, who uh, did some TV shorts and videos in the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s, was in Transformers in 2007, Asylum 2008, 247 degrees Fahrenheit in 2011, Rites of Passage, Passage in 2012, and Bloodwork in 2012. Uh, Aaron Yu did some TVs and shorts in the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s, and was in Gamer in 2009, and was in A Nightmare on Elm Street in 2010, but uncredited. Would seem a bit weird, but there you go. Then we have Derek Mears, uh, who were, did some TVs and shorts work in the 1990s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s and that. Uh, he was in Men in Black 2 in 2002, Signs in 2002, but was uncredited. The Haunted Mansion, 2003, uncredited. Uh, Cursed in 2005, Zarathura, a space adventure in 2005. The Hills Have Eyes 2 in 2007, Resident Evil Degeneration 2008, Hellbinders in 2009, Predators 2010, Hansel and Greta Witch Hunters in 2013, Hatchet 3 in 2013, Dead Snow 2 Red vs. Dead in 2014, Lost Time 2014, Freaks of Nature in 2015, From Jennifer in 2017, Alita Battle Angel in 2019 and Lion Girl in 2022. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Jonathan Sadowski. Did some TV and shorts in 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. It was in The Chernobyl Diaries in 2012 and The Devil Below in 2021. We have Juliana Gill, pronounced. Uh, TVs and shorts in uh, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. It is in uh, Altitude in 2020. Uh, sorry, Altitude in 2010. Mind Games in 2012. The Apparition in 2012. And Captain America Civil War in 2016. Uh, ben Feldman with your TVs and shorts in 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Uh, was in Cloverfield in 2008. As Above, So Below in 2014 and 400 Days in 2015. Uh, Arlen Escarpeta did some TVs and shorts in the 2010s. Was in Final Destination 5 in 2011. Star Trek Into Darkness 2013, but that was just voice a voiceover thing. And Walls at the Door in 2016. Uh, Ryan Hansen did some TVs and shorts in 2000s and 2010s. Fantasy Island in 2020. I really like that film. 
who invited them on 20, in 2022. We have Willa Ford, who has done nothing. <laughs> no other science fiction or, or, or horror stuff at all. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we have Nick Minnell. Uh, did My Little Eye in 2002, Halloween in 2007, uh, The Black Waters of Echoes Pond in 2009, and The Lost Tribe in 2010. Uh, there's a lot of these people who, who, who seem to be in, a, in kind of remakes. Yeah. Remakes. I don't know why that is. Uh, then we have America Olivo. Olivo? Olivo? Olivo. I don't know how you pronounce it. Did some TV the shorts in 20, uh, 2010s. Was in Iron Man in 2008, but uncredited. The Thirst Blood Wars in 2008. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen in 2009. Neighbor 2009. The Last Resort 2009. Circle 2010. Uh, Maniac 2012. And No One Lives in 2012. Yeah. Uh, then we have Kyle Davies. Did some TV and shorts in the 2010s. Uh, did, was in Resurrection Mary in 2007, The Last Lovecraft, Relic of Cthulhu in 2009, Skinwalker Ranch in 2013, Shortwave in 2016, and The Legend of Resurrection Mary in 2021. Now, that's as far as I'm going to go, but I am going to make two mentions. The first is Richard Berge, who plays Officer Brack, or Bracky. Uh, the only reason I'm going to mention him is because he did a lot of TV stuff in the 80s, 90s, 2000s and 2010s. Anyone watching this film will recognise him from different TV shows. But he was also in uh, Decoys in 2004, Hostel Part 2 in 2007 and The Green Inferno in 2013. Yes. So he, his face is just so recognisable. Well, this is, the thing as well about him is the fact that I was, I've read, I've read this up as well. He actually only got told he had the part 12 hours before shooting. <laughs> so literally, he got told he had the part, flew from where he was to the, what, so learned the lines and what he had to do yeah. on route, and then had to go to the shooting straight away. Brilliant. And it's just, it just shows the, the talent that man had. <laughs> uh, the only other mention I'm going to make is, um, the woman who plays Jason's mum, uh, Nana Visitor. Now, she was in the film of The Sentinel in 1977, but uh, did some TVs in the 80s and 90s, and is probably best known for starring in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, she played one of the major characters in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Now, she's only in this film for a matter of seconds, really. Yeah, she's just... And it's not like you really get a clear shot of her, really. No, but it's just quite interesting that they picked her, or they got her to play that part when she's yeah. quite a well-known actress. Anyway, the synopsis for this says, a group of young adults visit a, a boarded-up campsite named Crystal Lake, where they soon encounter the mysterious Jason Voorhees and his deadly intentions. <laughs> now, I'm sure it's there are a lot of people that way. different film. <laughs> now, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who have seen the original, if not this remake. Um, I would like to say that I have never seen either. Really? Yeah, I've never seen the original of Friday the 13th because I never really had the desire to. Okay. Um, I think it was because I got so into Halloween <laughs> that I yeah. kind of like 
it's funny when I when I was younger, there was definitely a split. There were people who were Friday the Thirteenth fans and Friday people who were Halloween fans. Oh, this the, the thing is, there still are. There's still that that the Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, and even Nightmare on Elm Street. As much as they're big franchises, they're so split with. Yeah, I like the Friday... sort of people that that followed them. Really, I, I liked uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and I liked Halloween, but I never really bothered to watch Friday the Thirteenth at all. Yeah, and then when we got to the point when it was like Friday the Thirteenth, Part Ninety Seven and a quarter. I kind of thought, oh, I don't know if I want to spend a year watching these films. Uh, so I'm going to start off by saying that I didn't think I would like this film. Okay, but I did. I okay. actually really liked this film. Yeah. Um, my, my biggest problem with this film, though, is that I felt sympathy. For the characters who were being killed in the first part, the ones that were out camping, who were just some kids who were kind of trust, just having a good time, maybe breaking the rules a bit and that kind of thing. But they were just kids having a good time, and they all got killed in quite a nasty way, quite quickly. <laughs> just it surprised me that they were killed off so quickly into the film because I thought, hang on a minute, because all of those are people I know. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is as well, this is what I like about it, is the fact that this, unlike any other film that you see, you get the title sequence first. Yeah. This, it, it goes through quite a brutal stage before you even, and it's not even like it's a massive title sequence. It literally flashes up on the screen for like two seconds and then that's it. Yeah. And it's such a brutal beginning to it. But the second thing, the second part of the film, the second lot of teenagers that go into the, the, the thing, apart from the one that went off with the brother of the girl from the original lot, I was cheering every time they got killed because I thought they were so obnoxious. I was yeah. happy to see the, the back of them. Yeah, I'll comment that uh, Trent was my the, the one of the ones that I would so happy that he got caught. Yeah. He's just then the thing is I I I'm the opposite to you. I've seen Friday the Faith, the original. I've got to admit, this makes a lot this is a lot different. Not massively, but it is in ways. Mainly because of the sort of brutality bit of it. But <laughs> it's 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 a very, very, very well um, film like I said, but yeah. the fact that the the original writer and everything he's, he's kept part of it the whole way through every film that's ever been made of anything to do with Jason in it. But I say the fact that I've seen this one, I've seen the originals, I've I've reluctantly watched Jason X. Um <laughs> it's 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 a very weird thing to see it be redone and yeah, it's it's the same as like we watched when we watched Halloween last year uh, last year. It's 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 almost very it's almost very easy to see how brutal things can now be before it starts getting to the point where it starts reaching a limit. Yeah. Uh, obviously the first like like we said before is that there was a lot of films in the eighties that come out and they were very good films. I think the original Friday the thirteenth where it came out in the eighties was a very, was one of them. And there was a lot of stuff that could be done back then. Mm. But the brutality that's in this one, and oh, same yeah. within the the Halloween film that, that we watched as well, the the ex, excess of showing the actual sort of 
what had happened and what the sort of the injuries and stuff like that. I thought it was just so it just amazed me how much it actually was was a lot more compared to the original. But to be honest, I really liked it. It's it's one yeah. of those strange things. I'm not really into that whole thing, you know, gore for gore's sake. But I really liked it because everything fitted. Yeah. That was the thing that got me about this is is the fact that it was the story worked really well and everything fitted into the story. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was just people being killed and gutted and everything and there was blood everywhere just for the sake of it. Yeah. You know? Um, my, my only problem with this, and I I think, again, it's because I've watched all the originals and it never happened, but in the original films, all of the original films, you never see Jason run. No. He's always like this slow... Because the fact that what happens to... I mean, funny, if anyone doesn't know, he's meant to be this sort of mortal zombie, basically. Yeah, yeah. So he never was faster, but in this one, he runs everywhere and it's a sort of... It's just like that never really happened. You sort of... It's, That's what made it a bit more terrifying. It's the fact it's he was there of, all the time, no matter where you went. It's it's kind of like the thing they did with the zombie films, though, with the, like the George A. Romero films. In the original one, the zombies were kind of lumbering around slowly. In yeah. the remakes, they were all running, and it's kind yeah. of like you know, it just it's it's just saying it's just that's the that's the bit that made it more terrifying. It's the fact that no matter where they went, no matter how far they run away, no matter where they went, Jason was there. And well, it's it, they still had moments like that, but it's yeah. just. What I did like, what I did like about this, I would say, is the fact that they seem to try, be trying really hard to kind of uh, stick to and evoke the spirit of the original wave of slasher movies from the eighties. That that kind of the 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 kind of bits like that there were a few little bits of nudity and that kind of thing, which weren't necessarily needed, but they they weren't over the top. They weren't dwelled upon. Yeah, but they were there, and that kind of that. And, the, and the, some of the the, the 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 bits of it, they just kind of really fitted with the original idea of the the slasher movies, and yeah. I really like that. I like that they kind of held on to that idea. Oh, it's just one of the things I like about this as well. We've watched the other films where they, the remakes they've done of films of, especially sort of like the ones from the eighties and stuff like that. Where, it's, as we said, like okay, I'm going to keep going back to it, like the Halloween film where they. They sort of tried humanizing it. Yeah. And in this, they haven't. It's, they, no. if anything, they stepped away from it to sort of stepped away from that sort of the relationship he had with his mum and what happened at the campsite. It was spoken about, but you never sort of know much about what was going on. Yeah. He was just, he was this killer. And it's, I think that was a very, very well done move. The fact that they didn't try humanizing him, they still, they just basically made him more of this mysterious figure. That yeah. was this there was no sort of explanation because everyone's like he died there was no there was no sort of explanation or story of why he came back why he was there what was going on or if he was yeah. uh, like if he actually died or if he was like what and i think that was very very well done of him it's 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 strange because um when I, when I say when the original came out, I wasn't overly bothered about seeing the original one i, I just i thought well, it's another slasher movie i've seen halloween i've seen couple of others and it just kind of like I, I can't be bothered with it um so i didn't bother and then the more and more sequels came out and the more i thought oh, i'm just not interested in seeing all of the sequels but i'm not sure i want to watch the sequels if there are sequels to this but i would give one a go 
Well, from what I can go, from what I know of, I don't think there is a sequel to this remake. All right. I think there are just other sequels. Really, though, if I would say, depending on how much of a fan of Kevin Bacon you are, it might be an idea to watch the first one just because he's in it. Okay. And yeah. him under threat of being killed, I think it's just hilarious. Oh, well, that's just because I'm not a big fan of Kevin Bacon. That's the, that's, the first, that's the only reason I went to see Carrie when it originally came out. I went to the pictures to see it. And the only reason I went is because of the fact that I'd been dragged, kicking and screaming along to see Grace by my then girlfriend. And uh, when I when somebody said to me, have you seen Carrie? And I said, no. They said, oh, you go and see it. John Travolta dies in a car crash. And I thought, oh, brilliant. I've got to go and watch that. Uh, so that was the only reason I went to see Carrie. Then I went to see it again because of the fact that I actually really liked it. And I thought, yeah. I kind of missed a few bits of the film because I was waiting for that. Um, <laughs> but it's just, this is what I'm saying. It's just the fact that there's there's a lot to it. And the thing is that the there's been so many people as well that have played Jason. Yeah. And there's... There, there's this there's guy a, is really good. Yeah. And if it, he, he is, he's known, obviously, in the whole thing for doing a lot of horror films, a lot of monsters, yeah. a lot of... Uh, but the guy, the other guys that have done it as well have been as well. It's like... Um, in, I can't remember which one it was now, but he's the same guy that's done the hatchet and he's done all that. He's yeah. done it as well. There's been so many people that have done it. I think it, it's one of them sort of badges of honour to say, yeah, I've played Jason. And the yeah. fact that there's not been a Jason film where anyone's gone, that was atrocious. Yeah. Apart from one, maybe, but that's just because I don't like it because it's just very predictable. Well, let me Jason X by any chance. Yes. It, for anyone that has watched it, and I will say, if anyone out there that is listening to this wants to prove me wrong, about the fact that he is, he is a good film, I will gladly take on that challenge. I've got to say, I watched Jason X. It's the only one of the sequels I've seen. Um, and the only reason I watched it is because I was fascinated to work out how the hell they were going to get him in space. Yeah. And I watched it, and at the end of it, I thought, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly my fault. So it, it was more... I knew exactly what was going to happen when they brought the woman on the ship and re the nanites that were on it helped her. I knew exactly what was going to happen after that. And it just bumped yeah. me. It was like, that's just pointless. But the thing is, again, I like the fact that it, it doesn't, this film, it doesn't go into depth about like why he's injured quite a lot in this. He gets stabbed, yeah. he gets shot, he gets beaten by with a lot of stuff and he's still going. Yeah, like the fact that they pretty much choke him out and cut his head open with a um, with the um, tree shredder, and yet yeah. he still managed to get his revenge on one of them. Absolutely. So I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I love this. Oh yeah, I thought it was really good, really good, and it, it kind of yeah. I mean, I it's a strange thing. There are times when I can watch a film with actors in that I know on other things and not find it a problem the problem one of the few things i had a problem with in this film was the fact that the, the guy in the first lot of uh, lot of uh teenagers um plays the lead role in uh american comedy show called uh superstore 
which yeah. I really like, and I couldn't get that quite out of my head. <laughs> but the other thing was that the, the brother of the girl who survived the first lot and the girl who goes off with him, the brother is in Supernatural. Yeah. And the girl played Killer Frost in The Flash. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's, it's one of the things that sort of, I got me like, I said when me and Amy watched this, she was like, is that Jared from Supernatural? I was like, yeah, that's the same one. And she was like, that's a bit odd, isn't it? I was like, yeah, that's a bit odd. But it's it's the thing is that again, it's for the for we were saying about like slasher horror films, as we said before, and Amy made a point of me making sure that people knew this. Um, the <laughs> fact that as we said before, with like she said before, she's not a big horror fan. No. Doesn't like slashes. Doesn't like jump scares. Don't. But yeah, she sat there and went, there's only there's only the one jump scene jump scare at the end, yes. which got her. But the rest of it, she sat there fine with it. She actually said to me that she really liked it and it, it's got a sort of her approval on it. And it's the things that it's, it's one of the things, as much as it has their moments, it's not an over-the-top film. It's not in your face. It's not gore for the sake of gore. It's no. genuine reasons why. And I think yeah. it's, some of the bits in it were so well done as well. Like the, oh, the, the makeup, fantastic. the makeup and the costume design and the prosthetics or whatever they've done for it, have that done was so well done oh yeah yeah i mean that they they are the effects are absolutely brilliant and and uh, i couldn't fault them for the for the quality of the film and that the the film itself the story works as i say and it, and it, it really really works well i'm i'm glad i watched it um there's a part of me that might might think about watching the original but i'm not sure depends <laughs> if i can if i can force myself i might do one night I've got nothing else to do for a couple for a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right, so there you go. Um we have three films there. We had uh what was the first one? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Takeover. Takeover, yes. Takeover, which is a good bit of comedy sci-fi, uh, a good bit of fun, definitely worth a watch. Uh then we had uh the bath which uh, is a good film it's a really well made really good film from deformed lunchbox and all of their stuff is worth watching um, yes. no matter what it is to be honest um and no matter what my reservations may be you know whatever uh, <laughs> and then we have the remake of friday the 13th which is available on netflix uh, as well as other places um what i will do is because we don't have a link i can put up for that i will put a link up to the trailer uh, which is on YouTube, so that if you haven't seen it, you can have a look at the trailer and decide whether you want to yes. go go to Netflix and watch it or or whatever. Um, and that's about it, really. Thank you very much, Scott, for joining me and being part of the uh, ever burgeoning elephant of conundrums that is the world inside my cranium. So the part of your brain that tries learning how to talk. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing. It's, it's kind of like I'm quite an erudite sort of person, really. I can I can talk quite well. I've done up. I've, I've stood up and given speeches. I've performed on stage. It's it's you know never had a problem with it. As soon as I start signing off from this, I haven't got a clue what the hell I'm talking about. I know it is. It is always the thing. Like we go, we go for a moment, we do a little bit of a ramble at the beginning. We then talk normally in absolute sense, and then the last little bit we just. It seems to sort of go downhill very rapidly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny thing. 
But there you go. Right. Uh, so, yes, next week we will be doing the same again. We will be doing uh, two short films and a feature film. Um, going to alternate. We're not necessarily going to alternate so that we do one week horror, one week sci-fi, but that is what we're doing at the moment. So next week we will be doing a science feature Science feature, science feature fiction. Yes, <laughs> science fiction feature film. Don't start with me, boy. Um, <laughs> so we, we will have two short films, and then we will have a science feature, science fiction feature film from two thousand sixteen. Yes. So, thank you, Scott. That's okay. Thank you to anybody and everybody that may be listening. Welcome to 2023 and to season five of the Sci-Fi no. Film Podcast. What? Season four. Season. <laughs> Hang on, I've got, I've, I've lost my head. Where's my brain gone? Where did I write? Did I write season? Season four, yeah. Why did I say season five? <laughs> Welcome to 2023 and season four of the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. I am now going to go and boil my head and see if it helps my brain to soften up enough for me to be able to talk properly. Well, it's not going to matter after this, is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say a rude word, but I think we might get cancelled. So, on the whole... It's been a wonderful, mm. and uh, we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The Sci Fora Film Podcast. Thank you.